Welcome back to another episode of Two Whites in the Blue Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Joey. I'm here with Mike, the co-host. Will not here. So it's one white, one blue, one man down. Where's Will this weekend? He's in Ottawa. What's he doing? Good question. I don't know. He's doing his thing, man. Something going on there. There's, doing his oh, thing. What has changed in the last month that has affected Will's attendance uh, at this table or other tables, really? Any any location would be fine mm. to talk about, but... Mm. Mike's, Mike's doing a lot of looking around, not much Maybe talking. we should ask him about that. Can't wait to have that episode. Welcome <laughs> back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in uh, to our 50 Faithful. Um, hey, you guys rock. We, we, just, uh, we just blew fucking 10 minutes of recording because we tried to add video, and I can't figure out how to fucking do a video with the Zoom audio part. So instead, we're going to uh, start one more time and uh, Mike, I'll ask you again now that you've now that you've answered it once, you can give a more concise answer, which is okay because we'll try and burn through this. What did you spend your money on last week? Gas two weeks groceries. last two weeks gas, gas and groceries, groceries. chicken you bought chicken yeah, I bought yeah uh, I was I've, I've actually been like getting my uh, my shit together. I'm not buying lunches anymore. I'm not doing any of that like I mean fast food and stuff so. My goal, because I also want to get like summer's coming, right? Get get diced out. Obviously. You always cook up summer in the winter. That's right. Yeah. So chicken breast, rice. I bought a bottle of Frank's Red. I forgot about that. Decent. That's like that's good. That's right. And then uh, green beans. Yeah. Uh, I buy. Two, uh, it's like it's two. I buy two things of yogurt, four four packs. I buy two of those. That's that good. Gets me through the week. That's good. <laughs> and I buy a cucumber, and that's and I, oh, I buy uh, this flaxseed. Uh, flaxseed and I don't know. It's like whole wheat flaxseed bread. What is flaxseed? I don't know. It's just it's. I think it's good for water retention. Is I don't right? really know. I know yeah. it's good for you. Okay. So I fuck it. I'll eat it. Yeah. Do people at work? Uh, I didn't ask you this in the first take, but this is something that happens to me or used to happen to me. Do people at work shame you for eating healthy over mm. and over and over again? They do, eh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, cucumbers is like, what are you going to do with that rabbit food? Ridiculous. I'm like, Ridiculous. I'm looking at the guy. He's like drinking a Coke at yeah. nine a.m. Yeah. I'm like. Mm. His, blood, always, his blood sugar is higher than his IQ. It's always the guy like it's honestly the, like there was one guy in our company that was like that, and he's not with us anymore. Like Too there's bad. not many people like that. Like they, if people do, they give you a hard time, but it's not. This guy was serious. Yeah, the other guys are just joking around. They're like, oh yeah, I fucking shredded, eh? I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's not even about that. It's like how I feel. Like I, I want at work, I want to optimize how I feel. What a fucking loser. I know, right? What a fucking loser. Drinking water. <laughs> it's just like it's like if I eat like shit like if I have a donut in the morning because somebody will get like 12 packs of donuts what's wrong with that nothing but I don't feel good yeah. when I eat it right yeah, yeah. so I'm like I'm at work I'm just trying to not feel like shit so I'm like okay I'll eat healthy fuck it so yeah that's what I've been doing I've been like this week has been really good but I've I felt way better like more awake not lethargic just because I've been eating good food it's very important yeah so and then what else do I buy I just a cucumber oh and I buy I buy avocados for before the gym have avocado on toast. That's what you eat before the gym? Well, every day. Yeah. Avocado on toast with hot sauce on it. Nice. And it's just, man, it gets me through the workout so good. It's all fat and carbs. Why right. Not? And, it, yeah. and you feel fucking good at the gym, right? Yeah. You're not like yeah. eating whatever melted cheese on bread. I've been having uh, more and more coffee before the gym. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, I have so a coffee every day. It's okay. Gym. It's okay. But sometimes if I if I have it too close to the workout when I'm doing cardio, I can feel my heart is beating too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta worry about that. You think you you think you have a more sensitive heart rate than I do? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, know. I don't really ever notice that. I do. I've after, never. I've like, never done like a blood pressure test. Like the last time I did a blood pressure test was before my surgery last summer, two summers ago on my knee. Yeah. And it was like 
a little higher than normal, but they just attribute it to nerves. So I don't, I don't think it's anything to worry about, but I do notice that sometimes and I kind of want to get out of that habit of having coffee at like six o'clock at night. Oh, I don't do I, yeah. I, if I, if it's a five thirty, I won't have a coffee. Yeah. I have it. It has to be four forty five, or I don't think I'm sleeping. Like I had uh, last night, I was uh, or yeah, last night I didn't coach, and I was off this morning. So I I said to myself like, you know what? I'll skip the nap. I usually have a nap after work on Thursdays because my dog's not here and your sister's not here. But Scoop was here last night, and so I said to myself, what I should do is skip the nap and just have a second coffee at six thirty. So, so I had uh, the first <laughs> I don't one. Know at, that's a good first one at six thirty, second one at seven, and then went to the gym at eight. You got a coffee at six thirty, and then yeah. another one at seven. Yeah, went to the gym. I fucking blasted a workout. Like I, I oh, was. I oh, I was thinking to myself at the gym, like I need to be exhausted leaving here, or I'm not going to be able to sleep. But you, I don't even think you'll sleep anyway, even if you're exhausted. I slept okay. It's just that when you when you have two coffees, like oh, it's good, and it. Man, it's good. There's no substitute for no, that. The gym. You, just have, you bound this energy. The, bound second, this energy. the second coffee of the day is my. That's why I say. Like I've said it before on this podcast. Is yeah. Nine thirty. That's my favorite time for the coffee. When I go back to work, I'm fired up. You don't have two in the morning. No, I have one. I have a tea in the before morning. Before you I don't leave, like yeah. the, I don't like the coffee at six a.m. Why? I just don't like. I don't know. I don't. I don't enjoy it. Huh. And it doesn't do anything. Like I just have a tea. Like I, I just want like a nice hot drink. Like it doesn't like kick like it doesn't kick me in the face anyway. Right. So the tea is just like it. It's tastes pleasant, you know, and it's just like it's just too hot. It's new. It's new. I I just started doing it. But More like caffeine always, in tea, right? I don't know. I don't know. That's what they say. That's what I've heard. I've heard that, and I've heard the exact opposite. So I don't know. But either way, it's like a nice hot drink in the morning. It's good. It doesn't make me like coffee. Always like I always get that shitty taste in my mouth. You know, like yeah. the, you know the, the Zachleys. You ever get that? Yeah. I have a toothbrush at work. I always keep a toothbrush oh, at I work. I fucking don't. Yeah, I, got, I, got traveling to, I have to brush or... my teeth at like 10 o'clock. I'm on the traveling circus. We don't even have fucking stationary bathrooms. Last week or two weeks ago, I spent money on a couple of things. Two pairs of jogging pants from H&M that didn't come today. They should have. Canada Post is a subpar service and uh, I don't want to pay for that anymore okay, with so my tax dollars. If I do, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how that works. If that's still a crown corporation. I won't lie. You said that when we first recorded and then it just went in one ear and out the other. That's a story for, for, sure. story for another time. Also, uh, <laughs> I saw an old friend of mine, Jermaine, at the gym the other day. Dupree? No, Jermaine uh, DaCosta. Very nice man. He used to play basketball with him a long time ago. He gave me this friends and family thing for Nike. February 20th to 24th, 30% off. Oh, it's just like Entire a- purchase. Will it work online? I don't know. Does it? I haven't read it yet. Do I have to go Nike to the store? Nike factory, Nike clearances stores only. What? I have to go to the Nike outlet? There's one in Burloke. Yeah, but. Good. I'll go with you. Okay, let's do it. I'll buy another pair of kicks. That's great, actually. Very that, is, that is good. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to spending a bunch of money on that. And uh, 10, 10 pairs of the same shoes is the limit. So I don't think I'm going to make it to that. 10 pairs of 10? Yeah, 10 That's pairs of the same shoes. That's a solid limit, though. That's a lot. I might buy cleats. Metro doesn't even let you buy that many chocolate milks when they're on sale. I'm going to load up for sure. Pairs? When's the 24th? It's, uh, it's Valentine's Day today. It's like Wednesday next week or two weeks from now. It's six days. So we got to take a day off work. <laughs> 20th and 24th? It's a oh, must. Oh, you don't have Friday off next week. 20, 20th? I could take a Friday off. It's a Friday. Is it a Friday? Yeah, Should 20th? Right. It's, it's, well, Today's it's Friday, the 14th. Seven. Today's the 14th, so Friday Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I go Thursday. Well, whatever. We can figure it I'm out. Off, I'm off Thursday. Are you? Yep. Huh. We're rotating. We're slow. Maybe I will be too. 
Okay, so, so Thursday we can sit down. We'll go fucking buy some shoes. That's I, what I spent my money on last week. Joggers? Not yeah, but, but they never even fucking showed up, so the I have basics, no idea. The gas from H and M. Basics gas. Yeah, uh, I bought a bunch of donuts and cookies this week next door at lunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much addicted to coffee like and sugar. For the boys or just like for, no, for, for me, the for me. Yeah. I go in there. Barb and uh, Claudia, very nice women, look after me. Uh, can I? Um, can I try to paint them? Sure, go ahead. They're forty-eight and fifty-six years old. I would bet they're both in their forties. Okay, late thirties, forties. So, so blonde, grayish hair. Both brunettes. Brunette with gray streaks. No streaks. What? No streaks. Dyed hair. I'm gonna be. Very, for sure. I'm gonna be very careful describing these two because at it? some point they may hear this. I'll say. I'll say this. We'll stop now then. Both women, very nice to me. And how good at cooking or Ex- baking? Excellent. Yeah, of course. They, they don't. So they don't bake their own stuff there, but they do make their own. Like if I eat a breakfast sandwich or something, they make it on site. Very nice. good. It's very good. They don't chop any cookies on the side no, of their own. I wish. I wish they. They. I think. They, I think they get their stuff from Wheels, Wiles, Wheels, whatever it is on Main Street or King no Street, idea. right across from TD. I'm pretty sure it is. Not TD. Uh, oh my God! Across from uh, like West End. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think now. What is Wheels across from? It's across from. Really, it's across from like the barber shop. I guess you would say close to that. Anyway, it's like right by Shoppers, like two doors down from Shoppers Drug Mart. I'm looking away from my microphone here, so if the volume's weird, that's why you know I'm thinking. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's fucking good. Pretty inexpensive too for the quality of stuff. And I don't eat breakfast there all the time, but when I do, I'm always fucking happy with what I get, except about the money I spend. But otherwise, whatever. Yeah, but if you're do if you're going to buy breakfast, like yeah, fuck the money. Like, so they crack eggs in front of you and stuff like that. Mm-mm. Is it like a little? patty like a tim horton style something like that yeah that kind of sucks yeah the bread is fresh though it's like a mini omelet or whatever this is just getting worse every time we keep talking about it yeah that sucks they're, they take good care of me oh is it fresh well sort of the bread is fresh <laughs> yeah, what about the donut they're, she's a good baker well no it's all pre-made yeah everything's pre-made but they're very nice ladies let's i always leave it i there. always get the fresh donut anyway which is good um yeah Ooh. so let's okay so we uh talked about this before we fucked up the first take <laughs> you've been sick for a while and i want to talk about coronavirus so so tell me about your experience being ill the last week or I am so. A, I am a full-on survivor. But you had to buy that shit. What does Mucinex cost? For probably, I want to say, it's probably like 20 pills. Is it a pill, yeah? 15 bucks. It's not bad. If it works. Might have caught it on sale. So yeah, that was the thing. So I was like super sick. Like I, I started off with just a cough. And then it was a cough for the whole week. Like yeah. until Thursday. Like so say I got it. So basically, like last weekend, there was not, was it last? No, the weekend before last was my birthday. Yeah, two weeks ago. Saturday, we went out for Will's girlfriend's birthday. Okay. And Sunday, I you was. You went out the next day? Yeah. And I, and I had, Ooh. I was sick. I was like, I had a cough. I didn't want to go out, but like, it was one of those like slow, like, processes of getting, catching a buzz. Had to go. And then eventually I was wasted. Yeah. Like, it just, I couldn't catch a buzz all night and then I was fucking trashed. Yeah. But anyway, Sunday. <clears throat> I didn't leave my bed. I didn't eat. I ate half a bowl of tomato soup at like 6 p.m. Pretty good. And I, I'm never, that never happens to me. I'm always like, good. my hangovers I'm good with. This was brutal. And it was because I was sick too. And so Monday I called in sick to work, which I I was pissed as I was on an Ironman streak since I started with this company. And so Damn, I was like, you I was called pissed. in sick. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't fucking move, man. 
And then Tuesday, I was like, I have to go in. Because, like, right now, what I'm doing, it's like, I'm, they need me there. Like, so it's like, I felt fucking bad. Right. And, and like, I didn't, like, put it together that that Sunday also was the Super Bowl. So everyone's just assuming I'm hungover. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I didn't even give a fuck yeah, about the game. It. I didn't yeah, even care. Watch it, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, Tuesday I go in, I just, to show that I was fucked. And then, so Wednesday was fine. I just had a cough. Then Thursday, it hit me with like the congestion. So I'm like, okay, so my, if my face is fucked. I'm like, my, I'm, everything's just leaking. I can't do anything. I'm completely bad. Brutal. Friday, same shit. Brutal. Then, like, uh, Friday, because, like, my dad, like, because I had a cough all week, so something about my dad said, he goes, I'm just walking downstairs, he goes, you should probably go to a fucking doctor. And I'm like, what the, f-? like, I've, I never go to a doctor. Coronavirus. I saw, and then that's the thing, right? So now that's in my head, I'm like, but, like, I am very confident in my immune system, but I don't know what it was. It's something he said, it, just the way he said it, I was like, fuck, maybe I should go check it out, go. right? I should I go check go. it out. It's like, go, it's free anyway. So I made an appointment on Friday. <coughs> she goes, she puts the stethoscope on my back and she goes, hey, okay, breathe inside, whatever. She asked me all the questions. Do you smoke? I say on the weekends, what I'm drinking, whatever. When was the last time you were in China? Yeah. And I'm like, well, the other day I went there for a day trip. <laughs> and then uh, I was Wuhan I went to. But all the questions. And then she's like, oh, your, your lungs are fine or whatever. Just I'm like... Okay, well, that's good news. She's like, yeah, so it's not like in your, it's not an infection or anything. I'm like, it kind of sounds like you just have a cold, man. I'm like, yeah, I fucking knew it. Like, that's exactly the words that came out of my mouth. I couldn't even yeah. tell me. I fucking knew it. And I'm like, okay. So she's like, but like, what are you taking? She asked like all the medication. I'm taking, I'm taking Buckley's. I'm taking Tylenol. Is this your, cold. is this your like, this is your GP, your general practitioner? Or you went to a walking clinic. I went to my GP. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I you got there. an appointment at your GP that quick? And it, within the day, I called oh, at I called at nine in the morning. Or sorry, I left work at eleven. Called them. They said, "Yeah, come in at one twenty. Wow. Yeah, I went right in, and I was I was waiting for ten minutes. That's great. So I was like, okay, cool. So I was I thought I had just like a chest infection. Like that that was really what was going on in my head. <laughs> Knew I didn't have the fucking coronavirus, but I mean, it was there. He didn't know. lingering thought, didn't know. right? Could be anything. People are dying. Yeah, hundred percent. We had cases in Hamilton, I guess, or whatever. Not yet. No, I, I, but this is all the rumors, right? Everyone's like, oh, there's a confirmed case in Hamilton. My my attitude towards it was, well, I mean, if it's going to get me, fuck it. Coronavirus. What do you do? Scares the shit out of me. What do you do? There's nothing you can do. There's nothing to even worry about. I see, like, I see on Twitter these videos of whatever, uh, you know, apparently stuff going on in China. I don't put a lot of stock in Twitter videos most of the time, most of the time. But because I follow a lot of Bitcoin guys and a lot of like oil and energy guys, they care a little bit more about like a, an event that might send the market into a downward right. spiral, especially after like an 11 year bull run. It wouldn't take much now, I don't think. But I, you know, I'd be wrong about that, at least in the last week. There's videos of like Chinese uh, medical officials basically going down the street with a cart not on rails, but it's just running in one direction. And it's just spraying this aerosol into storefronts. And what? Yeah, so that's one video. I'll show you these after the, after we record. These videos are fucked. They are fucked. Uh, there's another one. There's another one. Oh, there's another one of uh, Chinese officials welding apartment complex doors shut from the outside. Like quarantining them? Welding a door shut is is whatever you want it to be, Mike. If you want to call it a quarantine, sure. That's fine. That's a generous term, I would say, for yeah. welding a door yeah. shut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another one. 
I've seen vid- <laughs> videos of uh, a great one of an American. Uh, this guy sounds American. He's either American or Canadian, but I'm I, I'm thinking he's American, just judging by like his his accent and his demeanor. He's uh, he's disembarking or helping to disembark a plane full of people. It's not a passenger plane. It looks like a military plane. The ceiling's a bit higher. The roof's a bit higher, but. Everyone on the plane has no protective gear on. Masks on some people, but otherwise nothing. And the guy who is reading instructions to the people who are on the plane is dressed like a fucking astronaut. And everyone else who's working on the plane is dressed like an astronaut. And so I'll ask you the same thing I ask people I work with. Have you ever been served peanuts on a plane by someone dressed like a fucking astronaut? No. The answer is fucking no. No. The answer is no. And so the other thing that scares me about this, and this is something you've heard in the news now over the last few days, and uh, has has sort of started to come into public consciousness a bit. You know, you've heard the stories about how, uh, uh, what is it called, uh, COVID-19 or NCOV-19 or whatever the name of the virus is, is like the common flu. It's, you know, it's that's, like the common the, flu. Uh, it's a bit more deadly, but it, you know, a lot, lot of the symptoms. A lot of people die from the flu, anyways. This is really only affecting certain people, whatever. It's affecting a lot of people, though. They're saying it's like SARS, but it's less deadly. It's contagious, but it's less deadly. It's nothing to worry about, whatever. There's a number. So there's two things I want to ask you about or talk to you about, and I don't know a ton about this. I'm not an immunologist, but I, I do do a lot of research on this stuff because I'm freaking out about it a bit. There's uh, a number that's called the R naught number. So it's R zero. Do you know what that is? No. The R naught number is the number that if you walked into a room with 10 people for about an hour, how many people would an immunologist expect to be infected with the disease if you were infected with it and no one else was? So you and another person or another eight or nine people, 10 people in a room, sorry, only you walk in with the disease, how many people walk out? With this one, probably 10. With SARS, okay, which was a pandemic or, or like close to a pandemic, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty, you know what it was with SARS? It's about two. So you walk into a room, you can expect two other people to walk out with it. This is rumored to be as high as six. I would say more, but six, six is what people. I don't know anything. Six is six is the most uh, most like generous estimate as as far as like spreading the disease. <laughs> the least conservative estimate I've heard is three, which is still worse than SARS. That's one thing. I've heard a couple other things. One is that uh, this carries some of the same, um, I guess, transmission vehicles or or is it like touch it's like very quick it's very so easily it's easily it's easily transferred but also it carries some of the same transmission vehicles or like uh transmissive properties as hiv where it's very difficult to detect early on right. until it's a bit too late to really action it you have to just kind of you know fight it and hope it passes or help uh control it there's there's that and then also i've heard that uh there's some protein ace2 that's more prevalent in Asian men between like 30 and 50 or 35 and 55. And it carries the disease more easily there or through those carriers than it would through, which is, this whole thing is wild. This whole thing is wild. But you can't say that because that's like potentially racist. Maybe, but- Which is know, insane to say. You, you know what? People will be arguing that. Without naming names, I've talked to a few very smart uh, PhD engineer, uh, Chinese, Asian uh, descent scientists who I work with. And these guys all say the same thing. 
it's incredible people aren't taking more precaution about this after what happened in 2003. This is the kind of thing that if it gets out of control in a place like China, oh, wildfire. will be impossible to contain Man, other like, places. I was like, I was thinking about this when you were explaining all this. If you like, just hypothetically, you were in Wuhan, yeah, like just on that's the city vacation, where it originated, right? Yeah, yeah. vacationing, yeah. whatever, just so happened to be not there. sure what the attractions are there comes but out okay. whatever yeah. the coronavirus spawns there whatever the fuck happens yeah. you're there you're a canadian citizen like what would your attitude be like if like even if you caught it or not would you would you would your attitude be like get me home right now or or would you just be like i'm fucked i don't know because i think sure. I, I like this being said i'm obviously i'm not there i'm not like dealing with like the actual panic of it yeah but like i'd probably be like well like what am i gonna do go back and infect everyone like i'm fucked it's really There's hard nothing to say. you can do really like, hard, hard to, to say what you fucked. should do so but like people are just like no i need to get home now. i was like what's that gonna do though like if you have it you're in trouble there's like you want to bring it back to where everyone there's else a, is? there's so the line i think as far as like your own personal move is there there's like two options right either one like you're describing it's pretty selfish to want to very go, to want to go home very but where, where the I virus is not spread and you have it maybe or don't well, whatever you're in the area right? but you're there and that's one piece the other piece would be to stay and, and wait it out and hope that you can get treatment the the only thing i would say to support people who want to come back to canada or u.s or wherever else they're from europe uh, other places in asia whatever the case is only thing i would say is in china right now again allegedly but the numbers, as they kind of are released, lean toward this more and more, and it's more, you know, more easily uh, definable as something that's overrunning the healthcare system. And so, even if you know what's wrong with you, there's just not enough people to help you recover. Imagine the pressures of the doctors, man. Incredible. Imagine that. Incredible. A new virus. Okay, here, find a cure. Yeah. By the way, this is what you get paid for. And by the way, if you're treating people for it. You know it's more contagious than some of the most contagious stuff we've seen. Yeah, you're fucked. Like that yeah. means like, it's like people get pissed about doctors' wages. Yeah, because they don't normally have to deal with this shit. But when they do, they're well, there. Talk about earning your they're fucking paycheck, it out. man. They're figuring Holy it out. shit, That's that right. would be brutal. And they've dealt with it a few times the last little while. They dealt with it with there was that Ebola outbreak not long ago. Yeah. SARS in '03, MERS uh, in 2015. Swine flu, yeah, H one N one, yeah, whatever. I don't know. We we might be overlapping with those. Like, I don't really pay that much attention to like medical emergencies. The other thing I thought too, like my sort of devil's advocate for my own opinions, is you know if SARS came out in the age of Twitter, like would I have been able to find video of these guys like spraying aerosols all over the city <laughs> and no. welding doors shut? You don't think? No. I don't know if I would have or not. Well, maybe, but. In China, China is very, China is very, is very like private. Dri- like they don't like that kind of shit. They don't want to again. Very chari- charitable interpretation of their mm. policy. They're draconian. They they will put you the communist. So there's a great, uh, great story. I wish I, I had the source of this. I don't. I heard it on a podcast uh, on on Tales from the Crypt, which is a good Bitcoin podcast. Very reliable. Those two guys talking about how one of the things China is doing to control the the spread of the disease is they're using their uh, sort of citizen surveillance program. So everyone in China is surveilled all the time. They know where you are, who you are, what you're doing, who you're with. They are using the surveillance program to ask people to, hey, give us your surveillance ID and tell us if you're infected or you think you're infected. 
And if you are, we can use this to help contain the virus. We'll tell you who you were around, when you were around them, if it was uh, contagious at that time or transmissible at that time. Insane, right? And so, like, Imagine this is one, one sort of silver lining around this uh, authoritarian surveillance thing they have I mean, going there, on There definitely there. is more than just that. Like, there is definitely benefits to being constantly surveilled for safety, but, like... It, 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 I'm not. I'm not pro giving up your privacy. I, no, I'm not at yeah, all. Like yeah. I would rather live dangerously and not have the government know my every fucking move. There's always uh, one of the things I've talked about with your sister a number of times. Uh, again, from the through the Bitcoin lens, is your <laughs> like pri- privacy is so important, and people don't people don't realize how important people are it just is. Throwing it away, they don't give a well, shit. Well, they don't realize how important it is until it's gone. And there's always this this argument, which is Once so it's gone. It's gone. But this, yeah. It, yeah, you're not going to get it back. No, it's gone. And there's always this argument that, um, well, I'm not doing anything <clears throat> wrong, so why do I care if anyone is uh, watching what I'm doing? Here's why. You want to get changed with your windows open? You're not doing anything wrong? Here, this is what I would say. Would you hand your cell phone to uh, a stranger and no. tell them to go through your messages? Nope. No chance. And would you uh, say that it's up to someone else to determine what behavior of yours is risky behavior or... Nope. These... You know, these data collection agencies, governments, whatever the case is, uh, are, are going to use that data at some point. And it's For not, sure. it's That's not going to be, I don't it's never, fucking email to it is like never to your, it's never like to it. your benefit. No. Right? And we talked about that on this show, kind of joking oh, about how like oh, my toothbrush wants my location yeah, or, what the fuck? you know, I, I the, the insurance thing. Yeah. The insurance thing. It's ridiculous. I even like on my phone, it'll get, I'll get a, I'll get a notification be like, so this app wants to use your microphone, yeah, or your camera, yeah. and even though I know it doesn't matter if I say deny, yeah. it's still going to fucking use it. It might, it for sure will. It like, there's no like just me going deny. Oh no, it's okay. I trust yeah. these major core. They don't give a fuck. Apparently, Telus you signed the waiver. Man, I saw I saw a notification on my phone today that Telus is rolling out uh, 5G in Canada uh, with Huawei Tech. Oh great! And I couldn't believe that when I saw That's like it. Ultimate surveillance. I, I could I could have sworn. I wish I knew more about this. But were, were we not in like a diplomatic, uh, like like a diplomatic conflict with China over somebody who worked for Huawei? Did yeah. we did we not just did detain we or yeah, we, detain we were, them, were detained detain or something? Yeah. So yeah. And now and now we're just gonna roll out five G, which is like the ultimate, at least. You know, ultimate consumer-facing, retail-facing data yeah. collection tool. Uh, it's amazing to me that we're doing this stuff and no one is questioning it. Well, everybody like because like, nobody really considers that. Do you, like nobody would ever be like, "Oh no, this is," but this is great. Like, look, we get the best like internet service. But yeah. like, fuck, pro- they, they don't. They leave that out of the commercial, if you yeah, will, right? Yeah. Like, they'd be like, "Oh, but like, look at how fast it is. Look at how you know. Look at how much information you can we load get. up. So many Instagram, posts. but we need all your information. Though. Yeah, it's like what? Like, and we're constantly no- going to watch your location. Yeah, keystrokes. Like, what the here. fuck are you doing with this information? It's insane. It's, I understand. Like, it's it's mostly for corporate, like corporate interests. I guess. Like, they're. I guess. Even still, but it's like what the f- like, I don't, like, you don't need it. You don't no, need it. I don't need it. I don't give a shit. Like, I am the most probably. Out of you, Will and I, I'm probably the most minimalist out of all. You, you use your phone the least. The least I don't. For sure. I don't yeah. fucking use it for anything, right? Yeah. And like, what the fuck am I gonna do with 5G? And I, I don't even like my mom has a Huawei or whatever. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it in my house. Really? Yeah. It bugs me. Oh. It's just like I don't like it is oh. what it is, but it just bugs me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It bugs okay. me because I know that they're You're not like wrong. You're not they. Wrong. I, they're they're known for listening in and and all that shit. They're a Chinese right? government outfit. Everyone, yeah. everyone knows this. Yeah, right? you know, they can deny it, it or whatever. It, it, but it, it is what it is. Like yeah. I mean, what can you do? Like I'm also of the mind that like can't really fucking do anything about it. But I'm like, 
But I mean, at least you could do is like prevent it as much as you can. Like it's obviously a larger power. You're kind of out. You're you're out fucking gunned by. You don't. You, you got nothing. You but you're, but you're definitely outgunned. You're way by, outgunned. by so much. And yeah. I'm like, well, mom, I'm like, mom, like at least like don't buy that. I really like the phone though. It's like, well, I don't like you having it. Pretend. I don't. I don't even like fucking. Like I said, I don't like giving my email address to corporations. I don't like doing these stupid. I deleted Facebook for that reason. Yeah. It made me. I had to sign something. I'm like, I don't want to sign it. Fuck it, delete it. I don't even want it. Yeah. Instagram now owns, is owned by Facebook, which pisses me off. Because now I have to sign it because I want some form of social you should, media. You should get off Instagram. I'm thinking about it. That's that's probably you what I use both. the most on my phone. You and me both. And I'm probably going to get rid of it. But I, I don't know, man. You got you're, you're, It's easier for you. You're, yeah. you're fucking out of the game. Man. Yeah. You're right. It's my pedestrian right. tender, bro. You're right. You need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pedestrian tender. Pedestrian tender. Good way to put it. Let's, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, our friends uh, who work for the Ontario Teachers Union. Mm. We'll be right back. This episode of Two Whites and a Blue brought to you in part by ShakePay. Uh, if you're looking to buy your first Bitcoin, your first Satoshis, you can use our promo code STONKS to sign up at ShakePay and get $10 when you buy your first $100 worth of Bitcoin. Uh, it also gives the show $10 uh, when you buy your first $100 worth of Bitcoin. You can use our promo code STONKS. Head to shakepay.me forward slash r forward slash STONKS to get started. Download the app. It's on iPhone and Android. Super low spreads, no fee uh, per trade, and man, no better way for a Canadian to get into Bitcoin. You use e-transfer or a few other different vehicles to get your money in, and those same vehicles, very, very, very short wait times to get your money out. Uh, great support team. Uh, the guys are very active on Twitter, and uh, highly recommend the service. I use it myself, so I wouldn't be plugging it on the show if, uh, if I didn't think that uh, you would enjoy it too. So once again, head over to shakepay.me forward slash r forward slash stonks and get started with Bitcoin. You're going to love it. Welcome back. Uh, after one pee break and one beer break, uh, we, we'd like to talk now, at least I like to talk now about the uh, Ontario teacher strike. So how... How much you're sighing already? I was going to ask you how much you know about this. Not I get, much, I get, the, much, I was going to say, much. I get the feeling it's not much, and then even still, you're sighing because you you yeah, probably have me. like some understanding at bugs least. Bugs me a bit. Why? Why? Uh, the only reason, it, well, first of all, it bugs me because they're in my fucking way when I'm driving home. I drive right the worst. through right the worst. through uh, Ancaster, and they're always picketing. I'm like, get. Just get out of the way. I want to go home. I don't have time for this. Like, keep talking. I'm going to pull up my talking points about this. It's just like, okay, so my my. Very unread, uh, uneducated opinion is just like my immediately developed opinion, I suppose, would be like, you guys get summers off. Your salary is very good. Yeah. And, and like I'm reading the picket signs. They're like, we want fairness for teachers. I'm like, what the fuck is unfair about your position? Like if I'm looking at my position and your position, you guys probably have the strongest union, the best benefits, the best pension, anything you can get, right? Are they as teachers not on par with like hospitals and shit like that? They're and government employees. They're up there. They're better than government. They're I, in like, the exactly full, full disclosure. I, I work obviously for a public sector union as as a federal government employee, and my benefits are great. But they, you know, if if benefits is more than just entitlements, like if it's more than just pension and healthcare. Then yeah, man, teachers are really what are they, what they're, they kill, a year? they're killing us. Well, at least eighty grand for we, for a teacher. We can go into it if you want. I wouldn't mind. I, ahead, I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. Because they make good money. They're like, 
we have to deal with children. Like, there is a lot of pressure on the job. I understand that. I will yeah. give them that all day. For sure. You have to deal with not only the students, but you have to deal with their parents. And then, especially these days, who fucking knows what kind of parents are yeah. like out there? Like everybody thinks their kid is the shit, and like they don't realize that their kid isn't that special. You're right. But that's parents, right? So I get. I'll give them a grace on that. But how much fucking more do you need? You know, like you, all you, you went to, you went to teacher's college and you got lucky and got a job. Yeah. Count your blessings. How yep. about that? Yeah. Like I'm looking at like your job versus my job. Like my job, a kid just got fucking canned this week because we're slow and they just kind of picked a, like, you know, the, the one guy who might deserve it the, the most. The weakest link in the chain. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you he's know, not like, bad enough to get fired when things are yeah. good, but when things are bad, you got to do it. Right. You gotta I'm, go. So like, yeah. I'm just looking at my job, how volatile my position really is. No matter how hard you work, you can still get cut. And they are bitching about like having a very secure, solidly financial job. Yeah. With like the best holidays, arguably ever. You have the best two months of the year off. This is. This is okay. So you're right about all those things. I think so. Full disclosure, I I went to teachers college. Mm-hmm. I know teachers. I follow a few teachers on Twitter. People I like and respect. But I think in this regard, and these people, by the way, are not like uh, average sort of uh, you know kindergarten teachers or grade one teachers. They're respected in the, in the educational right. community. Right. Um. I, th- I think they're wrong about what they're saying. And I think they're wrong at their, you know, to to their own detriment. I think the teachers that I know and follow and pay attention to and have worked with in the past have all been very good, dedicated teachers who take seriously the responsibility they have. And, Which is good. And try to qualify themselves for, a, you know, a, as the environment uh, evolved and changed with regard to special needs with kids and Changing demographics as far as immigration, second language, learning Can I needs. On that? Yeah, because like that is important. And which and the other thing that pisses me off is there's a ton of teachers that aren't what you just described. A hundred percent. That's what pisses me off. It's For like sure. those teachers, fine. You guys can argue. Yeah. But the, the rest of you fucking lazy bastards, because there's tons of them. Yeah. Right? There's more of the the opposite of what you just described than there is what you just I described. I think you're right, too. By a lot. I think you're right. Like 80, 20. I'm this is, I think it's probably even higher than that. Probably. probably. And uh, so I, I wrote down uh, Al Mastro, who listens to this podcast, mm-hmm. good friend of mine. Uh, good, good guy. He's a great guy. Good guy. And uh, he, we, him and I disagree on a lot of stuff. And we're still friends, which tells me our, our friendship is uh, is valuable. You know, he, he's, he's of the opinion that teachers are making a lot of sacrifices. And I think in some cases they are. I, I don't think he's wrong. I don't think they're wrong. I think I'm kind of, I'm, I, I need to be educated on I that. I think, I think teachers, like I said, I think teachers for the most part, like you said, we agree that like, you know, 90% or 80% of teachers are poor and don't care enough and mm, 10% yeah. do care enough. Right. And so I think those 10%, are being asked to give too much. Right. Because their colleagues... They're picking up slack. Because their colleagues don't care. They're picking up slack is a great way to put it. Their colleagues don't care. And the, and to be honest, the parents who really should be caring about the quality of product that's being delivered... Because at the end of the day, this is a product that's being delivered. For sure. You know, it, it, something yep. you said about that. Their, their, their colleagues and parents... Uh, or the, the parents of the kids that teach should care more, and they don't, at least not as far as I can tell. Do you think it should be an unfair 
pay disbursement? Like let, it should is, would, would the word be should be less than democratic? This is what I think. Okay, is that let, the right word? Is let, that, it is right word. It, yeah, like like it shouldn't be. Uh, everyone should not get a pay raise, uh, a collectively because, bargained pay raise no, because they're the, not the doing the same teacher, job. It should be a very honest should, thing. It should be a it should be a meritocracy. Yeah, I think For sure. I think you're right. And so this is these are things I wrote down. Okay. So, it's too fair, these so, so high schools specifically, I think, are talking about this, but I believe this is an elementary school talking point as well, uh, is class sizes staying the same. They don't want class sizes to grow. You know, I, I have a problem with this because we've talked before on this show. Uh, we may have deleted these episodes because of sound quality, not because of content, because we're going to hit that again right now. But <laughs> there's something to be said for the teachers' unions uh, and their stance on certain policies – for example, immigration. If you're going to bring in a million, we well, if you're going to bring in a million people <laughs> over the course of a few years, you know, and and we agree, and I think there's some value in this. We should we should be bringing immigrant families, but we have to understand that most of these immigrant families, you know, especially if they are contributing at the level that the government would have us believe, they're going to have young kids they because because it's going to be working age parents, right? And and so if you're going to have kids that are in, in the system. You cannot have to be brought up to our standard for sure. That's for sure. But you cannot you cannot tell me that a million kids coming in over two or three years, or a million families, or a million people, whatever the metric is, it's going to affect classroom sizes. Yeah. And so if you want to keep bringing people in, <laughs> classroom sizes are going to go up. Yeah. That is a that is a fact of life. There's yeah. nothing you can do about that, and there's nothing particularly wrong with that because as it stands, no, you know, I don't. Is thirty kids too many? I don't. I don't know, man. When I was in teachers' college, we had twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine kids. That, what, what I don't. What I don't get was like, for like my personal experience, probably yours as well. Yeah. When you were in high school, yeah, you had yeah, thirty kids, right? Average. Yeah, there's thirty average. kids in every. And class. then you go to university. And there's like fucking 300 kids that's in a right. class. And that's it's right. like, and there's no warning. There's no buffering period. You just go to university and that's just how it is. Nor is there any, any push, you know, because this is again, and this is something I just thought of. That's a great point by you. And I think it's great uh, for the following reason. Teachers unions are always framing their struggles and their needs uh, in terms of it's best for the kids. You know, I haven't seen so far teachers unions demanding that uh, universities decrease their classroom sizes and decrease their student teacher ratio and decrease because their. Because I think you're dealing with real people. Well, personally, do you know what I think? My professors were tradesmen. Yeah, they were. They were experienced individuals. They're just like. Here's the deal. Here's the fuck. Here's the. Here's what you do. Here's the curriculum. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. You don't want to listen. Get the fuck out of That's my class. You, doors the same. And way it you was came like, in. like talk about like the difference of like my, like, my attitude of learning. Yeah. When that happened, especially because I'm paying for it. Yeah. First, when I was in high school and it was free, mm. I didn't give a fuck. Nothing fucking mattered, and no, like. There was nothing a teacher could say to me in high school that I took seriously. Like, what are yeah. you going to do? Suspend me? So should Ooh. we? So this is this something you think we should consider when it comes to high school teachers and and their salaries oh. or the way they're paid? I don't know. That's tough because that, that would be like me because I would I would fucking hate that in high school. It's a tough gig. That's tough because it's it is free. A, high school teaching is a tough gig. There's For, no oh, there's yeah. no doubt about oh, it. It's yeah. a tough gig. Kids coming of age. It's a tough yeah. Gig. When the, once they start realizing, it's a tough gig, and I think. You know, there was a time we, we may have talked about this on the podcast a before. We've talked about this in private before, for sure. But on the pod, I don't know. There was a time when you and I were in school, and we're six years apart. But still, this was the case. You know, 
when you were in school, if you did something wrong and there was a meeting between your parents, you and the teacher, it was always your parents and the teachers against you. Yep. It didn't matter what you did. No. It didn't matter what your parents told you at yeah. home. There's in like that a room, panel. you're sitting across from in a that panel. room. That's right. You needed to change your behavior. And guess what? It was to your benefit. It was sure. to your benefit. Yeah. In the long term. I honestly, like, surprisingly, I never really had those meetings like later on. Oh fuck, I did. I never did, but like I think you were in a different state, like st- like you're a different you were a different student than I was. I was a bad student in high school. But you were an academic. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. not an academic. They oh, just okay. knew. They're like, "Fuck, Mike, you're going to college at best, bud." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't care." Right? Like, they like that's the thing. That was like, they knew that, and I knew that, and we both mutually agreed on that. And I was like, "All right, man, I'm not coming to class." Fuck <laughs> like, so I didn't have to deal with that. But like, say I had like university potential, but like I knew I didn't, so I didn't care. Right? Like, I didn't want to go to Which, university. by the way, becoming less and less valuable. By I know, the, which by is the crazy day. to me. Yeah, it's like, it's more day. valuable to go to college. You'll get a job. Sure seems that which way. Which is crazy. Yeah, sure it's seems like, that way. Because, man, like, like what I noticed, like, I I work at Mac a lot. Yeah. And, like, like doing electrical there. I'm working. I'm, I'm seeing where we're in the engineering building. Tons of kids. Yeah. Just tons of them. There's, an in, like, they're so, so saturated. Yeah. And all these things. And then what, what did we say... Might not have been last a couple episodes ago. Like, there's something to be said about if there is if you have to put science. Yeah, I always like think a, you know, I always like, think that's political hilarious. science. Is that's not hilarious. a science. It's yeah. Not a science, yeah. man. And it's like there's tons of that there. Like McMaster, it, it's just like covered in that. Yeah. Like social sciences, like you have to be like, it has to be such a scam. Oh, it's, it's crazy, such a fucking man. scam. It's crazy. Like you can. So my ex, one of my ex girlfriends, she's like she. Went on to be a social worker. Yeah. And she like, but, but that being said, like she grinded in university, got into a specific class where only like 50 people got into it. Yeah. And that was how she got a job. There's like thousands of people in this program, but like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, that's like, talk about the biggest draft pool ever. You're just like, okay, so how do we pick it up? And, and guarantee you, like, say there's a thousand of them. 800 of them have like 90 averages, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, what the fuck do you do? How do you, how do you pick? Yeah. Know someone. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Which is, which is how teachers do things too, uh, which I, I will get to, uh, about this, like, you know, the they way hire? that, well, just the way that teachers, uh, get jobs, gets no principal or something. Right. But yeah. one of the, crazy one, to me. one that, of the, that is crazy with teaching. One That's of the, crazy. one of the stats I never see mentioned by, uh, <laughs> my teaching, uh, friends is, in terms especially about this class size thing and class size growing and funding being de- uh, decreased or whatever, which is, as far as I can tell, not true. But this is an interesting stat. So from tw- from 2006 to 2016, or 07 to 17, one of those two... Uh, Ten years. Yeah, a decade long. Liberal government in Ontario. Mm-hmm. The province closed 300 schools... And saw a five percent overall enrollment drop. So five percent less kids enrolling in schools across the province. Three hundred schools closed. More homeschool during the same time period. There was fourteen thousand jobs in education added. Okay, so they <laughs> added fourteen thousand jobs, lost five percent, and closed three hundred schools in terms of enrollment. So my question for the teachers union is. Where is this surplus now? How many? 14,000? 14, 14,000 new jobs. jobs. 
with a 5% decrease in enrollment and 300 less schools. So it's possible the schools were like aggregated and there's, you know, 300 less, but they added school. I mean, even if the number of kids enrolled stayed the same. A bunch of schools around here amalgamated. Yeah, but but like it's saying enrollment's down 5%. So let's say, let's say enrollment wasn't even down. Let's say it was up, you know, a point or two points in the most generous interpretation for for my uh, teaching friends. There is no world in which 14,000 new jobs should somehow be discounted when we're talking about now how the province doesn't want to add jobs over the next three years or add money over the next three they years. They just like surplused it. For, for a decade. Yeah. They basically surplused it for a decade, right? So there's that. Uh, I've, I always see stories about uh, teachers leaving the profession in five years or less. And the teachers union says this is burnout and it's because the job is too difficult. Uh, the numbers I found and the numbers that are, uh, sounds arrogant. Well, yeah, like burnout, it's causing people to leave. Do you know what I've seen more often though? That the number of teachers leaving the profession early, uh, in the first five years is actually because they are mostly women and have kids. So that's something to consider. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing, but it's not necessarily burnout. It's just that it's young families and young women who want to have kids and they maybe don't come back to teaching or they don't come back for five yeah. or 10 years, whatever yeah. the case is, right? Which is more than okay with me, but the union is framing that as something that's, uh, you know, it's so hard on teachers. The job is so difficult that they're leaving in five years. Yeah. That's another thing. Um, you know, I, I've that's seen- like poorly worded. Yeah, and so I've seen also- <laughs> yeah. I've seen also stories, and and you kind of you kind of mentioned this uh, already, but this idea that teachers make too much money. I don't know if I said that something something like that. What'd you say? I, I think I should say that they shouldn't complain about their wage. Okay, so teachers on average in Ontario, high school teachers, you know what the average salary is for a high no school idea. teacher? Ninety two thousand dollars. Okay, so it's either eighty two or ninety two, but it's it's around there anyway. So eighty two or ninety two thousand. Now, if the teacher only works the hours they're expected to, whatever it is, 7.30 to 4, we'll say, right? That's good. That's a pretty good day. Yeah. Now, what if I told you that they- like almost 50 bucks an hour. That's sweet, but they only have to work 10 months a year. Yeah. That's the thing. Now it's even more. Yeah. Then they don't have to work March break. Then they don't have to work Christmas Christmas, break. Then they don't have to work- Thanksgiving, PA Easter, days, PA days, PD day, days, exam breaks, you E-Q-A-O. name it. You name it, Mike. Yeah, man. The list goes on. Now, even better, every teacher also gets a paid planning period during the day. So in addition to your lunch, Holy especially God. in high school where there's no recess to cover for, you get a paid planning period and your lunch. So it's like at least an hour a day. These guys are working eight months a year for 90K. They're working eight months a year for 90K. And that's a fucking fact. I will not entertain any argument that says they're not working uh, or says they're working more than eight months a year. It's ridiculous. I've heard stories about teachers saying that they cannot, uh, they cannot really account for the time they spend marking after hours. I got bad news. Uh, teachers are also saying, Mike, that uh, they can no longer, they should not, should no longer have to teach things like rote mathematics, like multiplication tables and things like that. Shouldn't teach that? Shouldn't teach it. And so this is, Why? So, well, because they're saying it's not, not valuable. Really, it's, it's ridiculous. It's pretty fucking valuable. But there's, you know, the other side of that <laughs> coin, the other side of that coin is, you got a phone in your how can you, how can you tell me that marking, uh, takes so long 
when all you're really doing is marking what an idea that someone has given you a, it's not like you have to go through question after question after no, question, no, no, no. check math or check, you know, check the science, find something. It's not that kind That's of marking. the job. This is something I agree with you totally on. If you can, the, the my uncle uh, fucking signed up for my it, my uncle famously says this all the time at our our uh, family get-togethers because he's always he's always in you know he's happy but also surprised I chose not to be a teacher because he always says you know teachers you know can do most of the uh, quote unquote most difficult parts of the job marking and things like that. That's the difficult part. While they're watching friends reruns on yeah. Friday night. Can you do any part of your job while you're watching friends reruns? Nope. What about the Me guy? Neither. What about the guy working in a fucking factory? Can't do it. A 12, Can't do it. 12 hour shift mm. making way less. Can't do it. The guy's working 60 hour weeks and he might Can't be lucky to pull 70 grand. Now let me ask you this. Let me ask you 70 this. 70 G's. Uh, From overtime. So you're fucking kidding. So you're working toward being an electrician by yeah. trade. An important job for sure. Yeah. Do you think that as far as like societal impact, your job is more important than teaching? No. It's not. Neither is mine. There's not many jobs that are. No. Like if you're looking at the grand scheme of things, no. Teachers so far are unwilling to submit to any evaluations on their skills and the things they teach, math, yeah, see, science, stupid. ridiculous. I am constantly, daily so submitted do, to that. So there's a lot of so there's a lot of uh, professions, and I did some research on this because I'm in a position to do so thanks to the place I work. A lot of positions <laughs> that are more and more frequently being evaluated for competency, things like NDT inspectors, engineers, uh, different different varieties of uh, physical sciences if they work with uh, pedestrian or, or civilian structures. These guys are all being evaluated more and more frequently at their own cost, by the way. Yeah. No one is saying teachers have to pay for these evaluations. No. But if you work, for example, in uh, inspection for stuff like nuclear or pipeline or aircraft or aerospace, you have to pay to get reevaluated to yep. keep your license. Yep. So you pay for the test only to pass and pay to be relicensed. I have to pay for my license when I get it. This is going to become a more common thing, I think. Because as it stands right now, there's not enough of this going on. And teachers, you know, are, these are the same people who say that their job is so valuable and so important. They need to That's be recognized. So but then also, it's not so important so that we need arrogant. to be evaluated for our skill set. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like it, your job is important. Yeah. But like, and that being said, it's so important that you absolutely should be evaluated for yes. your skill set. Yes. You, like like the, the fact is that what you're telling me about like you know a principal, you get name hired as a teacher. Yeah. That's fucking crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. I understand in like my field, yeah, you can get name hired, you can learn the job. You know, but like you better you better pick it up or you're gonna get fucking canned. Yeah. If you're just a shit teacher, you better get canned. But so, you can't because your union's so fucking strong. So we've heard this a couple times now, but the teachers getting canned thing. And uh, one of the things that I think they, they touch on all the time, actually, I don't, I don't think this, I know they touch on it, is they need support for uh, special needs students in classrooms. They are correct about this. Yeah, I, I agree. There's not enough money and not enough training yeah. uh, for, for kids who have learning needs. And, sure. you know, that doesn't only affect those kids. But in integrated classrooms, which started, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s, where kids with special needs are being taught in the same classrooms as the most gifted and regular and everything else kids, th those needs now are so much more important to meet for everyone's benefit than they were 
30 years ago. Yeah. Now they are. Yeah. And so my suggestion to the union, and I've said this many times, my suggestion to the union would be, you know, what you should be doing is telling your candidates for the profession, you need to have this training and you need to be top of your class. You need to uh, understand that these things change over time. You need to be reassessed, reevaluated, tested on your competency. And so in turn, we will pay you as a specialist. Fucking right. We'll pay you more. 100%. But to get into the profession, it's hard. this is going to become more difficult. Yeah. They but those are the people you want teaching your youth. They don't want to do this though. But why? Because it's too hard. So this is this is a problem I've I've talked about a few times with like people I know. And it sounds very capitalistic. It's well, the thing is that the the incentives are misaligned. So kids need something from the system, and that is more time, more education from teachers, mm-hmm. and just more general attention. And teachers don't want to give it. Did you notice the difference between that in, in college and and uh, whatever post or just secondary school? What do you mean? The amount of time you get in college, they always have like office for me hours. Personally, office just, hours. Here, uh, th- they would tell you the times. Be like, here, eight p.m. to ten p.m. There's yeah. extra help in yeah. this room. Yeah, there's a, there's going to be a guy there who knows everything you want. Yeah, never got that in, in elementary school or, no. or or high school. No, never in college all the time. Yeah, because they're like, here, we're, we're doing it on our terms. <laughs> we're doing it on our terms, yeah. but there is help provided. High school, they're like, eh, four o'clock, see a clocked out. Yeah. It's like, it. what the fuck is yeah, this? And like, so I'm like, they okay, leave. fine, fuck it. I don't, you don't care. I don't care. You know, I, 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 I couldn't call you. I couldn't email a single teacher in high no, school. No email when we were kids. Yeah. None. Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing I can yeah. do to get, like, if I'm doing homework, which by the way, I will be honest, never happened. Yeah. But if it did and I needed help, I couldn't email or even get in touch with a teacher. No. After it whatever. Impo- it was impossible. 3.30. It, was impossible. it doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. happen. It's it, a, this so is this is yeah you're right about that and, and that's like uh, a student's perspective as opposed to just a fucking pissed off electrician. You touched on something there that I think is also one of their talking points, the union's talking points, is that um, you know this this idea that uh, class sizes need to be brought down. The the province I think has uh, proposed some kind of e-learning mechanism where like you know also it, have to do even less in the but in online. the but in the bigger classes. Like where there's, you know, every kid is in, enrolled, for example, in a high school English class. Like, can you do some of that stuff online and instead just have the teacher go to school for two hours a day and help kids who really need it mm-hmm. and have the coursework taught online? Probably might be more valuable. I don't like, know. The way you just described it, it might be. I don't know if I like online though. No, you don't. You learn a bit online, but if you need help, you go to school. Yeah. 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 And so the teachers' union is going, uh-uh, we're not going to have that. Anything, do you know? It? Do you know why? Because it lowers it it their, their idea. well, it lowers their membership, right? They're going to have to tell teachers you can't keep going. One of the one of my favorite things about the teachers' union is this hip, this hypocrisy that you see from them on, uh, you know what what I guess they would call like an evolving or like a, a you know, a, a a growing need uh, or or you know, a, a, like a technological. Uh, advancement in the in curriculum and in kids and in, in learning needs and stuff like that. Kids don't learn the same way they did 20 years ago. No. They're brought up now with screens tech. and tech and, and tech. everything is like that, right? For you and me, <laughs> you know, when I we cut when, the tail end of it. When I when I finished grade 12, man, even in the university, some of my university courses, professors were still using chalk. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like 2004, 5, 6, 7, like yeah. they're still using chalk. Okay, same here. And uh, yeah. kids now don't have that. So on one hand, I have teachers telling me that 
the curriculum is evolving and they need to be funded to uh, provide the education that kids need to really succeed because of all these changes. But then on the other hand, the union's also telling me that I can't stop 65-year-old retirees from coming back and substitute teaching. I have to uh, continue to allow that instead of giving those opportunities to new teachers who are, by all accounts, enthusiastic, looking for work, having a hard time finding jobs, mm-hmm. need to be need to be you know viewed as uh, the next generation. It's ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, and it comes back to misaligned incentives. The teachers want something that the kids don't need. The kids need something that the union doesn't want to give. And the government and the union are misaligned, even though I think the government and the best teachers want the same thing, the best product. And so I have a hard time understanding why teachers won't uh, won't get to the table and say, look, the best, well, well, the best here's, what, here's what we've given you in the last 10 years. Liberal governments are always very generous with stuff like this, with public service unions. And here's what we've, here's the improvement we've shown in the last 10 years. You know what the problem is? Any metric at all will not be favorable to teachers. Any metric you pick will be unfavorable to them. And I don't have, well, I don't have to be a rocket scientist or or a statistician or someone who, you know, pays particularly close attention to EQAO scores even to tell you that the kids who are coming out of school now are not as sharp as they were 10 years ago. They're not. Well, they don't have to be. This like, is in, in, this like, is a greater this is a greater problem, right? It, it is, it is. But then now they're dependent on the device in their pocket, right? They had they they better come out at least savvy with that fucking thing. Maybe at least. But I, I don't like, and that's that. Like, I don't I don't I don't agree with what I just said, but it's the truth. It's insane. So like, I feel like personally, I think I'm lucky because I my competition pool. Is gonna get a lot weaker. Yeah, everyone's is. Everyone's is. Which is great. Sure. Yeah, fuck sure. it. But at, but that's selfishly speaking, and like speaking for like a, I guess a species or like a, like a community or anything like that. Yeah, the herd. Not okay. The herd. Not okay, man. We're gonna get weaker. Yeah. It's like what the fuck do we do? It's like like there's no way kids are gonna want to go into trades. No. No way. No. Too difficult. They're being told not to. Which is insane. It is insane. What, it is what insane. the fuck? What, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah. do, you, do you guys not like having these nice? Do you know how warm, many times? Well lit, heated do you buildings. Know, do you know how many? I, so I'm a university grad. Do you know how many times my university education has saved me money around the house? Zero, Zero times. times. You know how many times the times I spent working at the pawn shop, plumbing, fucking yeah. around at home yeah. has saved me money. Lots. A, Bunch, bunch of times, a bunch of times. Skills you develop, That's man. where the value is. Skills. That's like, where the value is. Like even just like now, like from I've only been in like construction for this is like a year, almost two years. I would. This say. job you have now. This job I have now. Yeah. Like, I, like I, this is construction, so now it's like buildings and all this shit, like everything, right? So I'm like the stuff that I I, I look at now, like in my house, in your house, like whatever I'm looking at, I'm like. Hey man, like I, I even, I've said to you downstairs, like I could probably fix that plug for you if you want. Like I, I just know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just because, and then and but like I bet you if an electrician came in, that would cost you like fucking like five hundred bucks, buddy. To get the guy in the door is two hundred bucks. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> if he man. comes here for a cup of coffee, it's two hundred. People are crazy. It's just like no, dude, go 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 to university to do this. And I was like, if you're gonna do that, you have to go fucking hard man yeah. if you're gonna go to university you better be dead set on what you want to do don't an be engin- fucking an engineer like our other friend yeah don't be like half in the bag what's his name again the other guy who's on this show I don't know I, I forget who he I is I can't remember but 
He's, he usually has a pretty sweet hat and North Face coat on. <laughs> poor haircut, though. <laughs> Very poor haircut. <laughs> but yeah, the teacher's thing, like, you're right. There, there is you like. You go balls deep on what you choose the, to get educated. The, wor- the worst part is there is like, there's so many important things about that profession that they just don't fucking actually care about. Which is crazy. They don't actually care what about do you think, it. Do you think the amount of people that went to go, like, oh, they're like, they kind of had the those who can't, those I can't do teach attitude? They're just like, oh, fuck, I'll yeah. just be a teacher. Everyone do you does know what that. I'm saying? Dude. Like, nobody just got up and was like, I want to be a teacher. Do you know, I've said many times to your sister, my dad. I say this to my dad all the time because he's mad that I didn't, like, go through the teaching thing. My I say, dad is? No, my dad. Oh, your dad. And uh, I always say to him, like, so there's no way my dad teaching care. teaching now is, is like, a backup career for a lot of people. Yeah. And which the, is crazy. Do you know what the worst part is? Teaching is not the only backup career. You know what the other backup career is? Cop? I find? It's fucking cop. I it was is getting, cop. That was my backup it is career. Cop. That it was is my cop. Career, it's always man. cop. That was my backup career. I hate career. it. It's those are so important, man. Man, they're so why important. Why do you think? Why do you think I chose not to be a cop? Mm-hmm. Because it was my backup career. I don't want to do a backup career. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, the, the older I got, the more I realized what being a cop is. Yeah. I was like. I'm not doing that. Like, I won't be all in on it. I, I, I like the idea of it, but I don't. What would you say to uh, What would you say to teachers who are like our age, between let's say between 25 and 35, who are on picket lines right now, but but are kind of wondering why they're really picketing? I would ask them, "What are you fighting for?" Yeah. What do you, what, 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 what do you, what want? Are you What are you thinking? What What's going on with you right now? Not Not the union's message. What are you? Yeah. bitching about right yeah. now because I'm curious about your opinion because you don't know you don't have an idea you're just here do you know what I'm saying you just like, started you don't yeah you don't even know like yeah. I remember like last spring there was yeah. like our our contract for our union was up yeah we we are it goes through without a fucking hitch with us usually but other trades so I'm thinking like maybe we'll go on strike and I'm I don't know I'm a I was like a pre apprentice I didn't yeah. know I'm a, I'm going to go on strike I can't afford to go on strike I'm fucked <laughs> I'm sitting there like I don't want to go on strike and everyone's like yeah man like fucking no it's all good but like the plumbers had to go on strike the tin knockers went on strike like all these guys went on strike what is a tin knocker just like guys who does like air ducts and all oh, that okay, stuff like okay, the, all yeah. the sheet metal guy yeah and I'm sitting there I'm like because they because their contract didn't go through and they have to go on strike and like you can't go work. On you can't go to jobs. You can't. You're a scab, and like, the, <laughs> in, or guys, well, you know the whole union deal. Fuck yeah, I do. You're yeah. a fucking scab. You That's can't right, yeah, do it. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Like you can't like. Go. We're dealing with that now. It's We're insane. Now. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to fucking go. Like, like, like it would be the same thing as like a fucking brand new teacher, and then they go on strike. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's bitching about. He just got the fucking job. He's yeah. probably he's probably hyped. He's he got wants it. to do it. He wants yeah. the job. He I wanted wants the job. I was fired up, and I'm like, I might go on strike. I'm like, what? What? Got to go march with my brothers and sisters. Like yeah. I don't know how to fuck it. I don't care. Like I, I hate, just want the fucking job. I hate the brothers and sisters oh, thing God. so much. Brotherhood. So much. Man, I laugh so oh hard. Oh my God. Day at work. Fucking, I can't stand it. We're I talking like union it. shit at our work, and some guy we like. Oh, we got enough guys here. We probably need a, a steward. And our form a steward. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, because the guy. That's, it, a, it was that's a, a nightmare. And then the foreman just goes, "Oh, okay." brother it was fucking <laughs> so funny man but it was just like it's like the union's like i mean like this is this kind of is a pretty good segue into like what i want to talk about so a kid this week got can't i was just about to ask you about this because yes. you didn't talk enough about it yeah okay. so a kid this week like 
fucking Friday yeah. got canned. Like today. Uh, sorry, yesterday. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yesterday, and it was like like he, he so technically he got laid off, yeah. but he got let go from our company because we're all steadies with our company. Yeah. And it's like, man, it sucks. Like I don't like I. I I, I thought I wouldn't really care. Like it was kind of anticipated. Like we, you know, like we're slow right now, and it's just like kind of the nature of the beast. That's but you guys, goes. okay. So, not. I want you to continue talking about this story. But I have a question for you. For people who are like, much like me, sort of unaware of like the 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 environment as far as like job security and stuff. You're saying you're slowing down right now. We're slow as hell right now. But you're you gotta be a month from picking up, right? Hopefully. Like that is so dependent on we. So when you normally start hiring around this time? No, we don't have. We're not hiring. Okay. We're okay. Hiring. Shit, we got guys, but like, like, so we have a bunch of work, but yeah. it's all pending because there's higher ups bitching about shit. Right. Changes happen. They haven't signed anything off. This and that. It's a nightmare when it yeah. comes to this shit. But anyway, we have like five major jobs, and they're just dead stopped. So we're fucked. Why are they stopped? Just. Like higher-ups making decisions, changes. They can't come up with like – I don't know. Or there's problems. Like at McMaster, we have a job. Right. And there, there was like crazy shit going on with the so- – the soil was contaminated. Oh, really? So just shit like that happened. Like just weird shit happens, right? That, like, Can we leave that in the podcast? Yeah. I mean, well, it's just like mm. – it's for foundation. Okay, all right. It's not all like right. it's like toxic. Okay, okay. It's, it's just like for all pouring right. foundation or whatever. That's good. Good content. Right. But uh, anyway, just shit like that. Um, so, th- so we're slow right now. I mean, I don't want to say he-, he didn't deserve it. Nobody, like nobody deserves it. I didn't think I would. Really he's young. Him. You said, right? He's maybe in his, th- he's early thirties. Oh, he's not that young. He's, well, he's, well, what's defined young, right? Older than you. He's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, he's a good guy, right? Like, I mean, like if, like I'll just put it this way. If anybody was going to get it, it was probably him just because of the way he was. But like, just, but like, but it, it's, he just showed up at seven. As opposed to like 10 to 7. You know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. Like as where more people were more like they'd get there early and they'd be ready to go yeah. and open everything up. Like I would. I would get there. I'd get there 10, 15 minutes early. Trying to make a name. Up, like, right? you know. Yeah. And it's just help out. You're an apprentice. That's just the way it goes. You yeah. just keep paying your dues. You get there. You open everything up. You make sure everything's there. You get your journeyman in the shit. You do all your things. You're, so you're an apprentice. It's just the way it goes. But anyway, so we slowed down. <coughs> Apparently, like our boss, I, I, like uh, this is just through the grapevine. They they feel as if they're getting taken advantage of. People used to work way harder, blah, 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 blah. They think people are slacking off. So this is like, in a sense, a, like, a, like a statement, I guess. But like, I don't know. This is just what I've heard from whoever, right? It's hmm. But it's shitty. Like, it's just like you don't want to – like, I don't want to say too much. It's kind of – you know what I mean? I don't really want to talk yeah, about don't incriminate. Yeah, don't incriminate yourself. Yeah, which I feel but... like I already have done, but I guess fuck it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, like, it's just, like, shitty. Like, it, he got – like, it, like it – so, and, like, that's just kind of what I'm talking about, like, how volatile my position is all the time. Yeah. But, like, we have the backup of the union, I guess. Sort of. Right? Like, like now, what's this like, kid so doing? he's not fired. Yeah. He's in the union. Like, yeah. he's, 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 what, he's not, you have to get sworn in, but that happens later. That's the best. That's like third year. I you love get that. sworn in. You got to go put your hand on the fucking code book or something. We got, we got our, uh, we have an election next week for our local. Um, I'm not up for re-election, but my VP and my treasurer secretary. You're not? Are, no. I'm staying, I'm staying in power two more years. Oh nice! Yeah, I'm like. And then you're done with it, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not, no, no, I'll, I'll run for re-election. I think, but you know, I think the uh, the union thing 
sort of sort of uh, along the lines of what you're talking about. The union, like like your uh, colleague there says, okay, brother. Yeah. Like the union is there to do a job, but the thing is that if you're a union guy on the site or in the branch or at the office or whatever, like this is not really the role you want to play. No. You don't want to be that guy. You want to be the guy who's like, if you need someone to help you with paperwork or something or help you with process, like, mm-hmm. I'll help you. If you want someone to go talk to somebody on your behalf, I'll help you with that. There is some guys that are balls deep. Eh, I mean, you, there is. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be like there that. There is. Though, you shouldn't be like that. Is. But like, that being said, like, I work for, I, I got hired with this company. I yeah. didn't go through the union hall. There's some guys that have just been part, like cogs in the machine. Jeez. In the union. Yeah. So they're, Brothers. When was the last time, like, did these union guys who have been cogs in the union machine, when was the last time they laid wire or? Uh, like, the, well, there's one guy that, w- w- there's a couple guys that work for us that have been, like, kind of within yeah. the union, but, like, they see the benefits of working for. But do they do, but do they do more, do they do more, like, union stuff or more electrician stuff? No, no, they're, they're stuff. electricians. Okay. Full on, but. Because so there's some places don't have that, right? No. We, yeah. Well, like, I think, okay, my union versus your union is different. Okay. Right? Like, you are you work for whatever, yeah. but you have a union back. I work, I work for the Fed. The, the union we have is a public service union, and I'm the president of, like, a mid-sized local, probably. I would say every week I spend, I don't know, maybe an hour, two hours doing union stuff. Most of the time it's my own time because it's not urgent. So it doesn't really affect my job. I don't like, you know, agitate my employer by saying, I'm not doing this. I got union business. That would be ridiculous. I would never go that route. No, we, that's never the case. But you guys don't do that either. No. Okay. No, like I would say my, like our union, like I work for the company. Yes. Company is like, there's, there's companies that are involved in our local union. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. We, so basically there's a, there's a list. That you can sign. So this is the trades union. Yes. Okay. So this is you. You go in. So what's going to happen with this kid? Mm-hmm. He's going to have to. He's going to go sign the list. Yeah. So now he's whatever wherever in the queue, and whenever there's work, they call the first guy on the. He's list. on the workforce adjustment list. That's right. So yeah. he's on the list. Now he'll sign it. They'll call and be like, "Hey, this is the job. You can take. You want to take it or leave it. This is where you're going." Yeah. And he can say no or yeah, and then take it. If or he says no, what happens? Just clean. Well, I mean, you don't want like nothing, but employers notice. But you don't want to say no. You don't want to say no. You want yeah. to be the guy that says yes, so that like you. So now, like, you can gain a name within the union, right? Right. So if your name is there, they'll be like, "Oh, this guy, he'll come, he'll work. He this guy likes to work." Mm-hmm. If you don't, they'll be like, uh, you know, like they'll hire you for a day and lay off. Like they have to hire you next because you're on the list. You're next in the queue, so they'll hire you, but then they'll just lay you off. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, because that's how that that's how it works. This is in, in the Fed. It's workforce adjustment. They call it WFA, where you get placed basically into a list if you're adjusted out for downsizing or because your position is redundant, whatever the case is. Yeah. Uh, and then I think you get one crack or two cracks at a new job. So let's say if they say Mike, uh, your position is redundant now, we're going to put you on the workforce adjustment list. And they come back to you. I think they pay you while you're off. They pay you your salary. Well, we get like unemployment. Or close to your salary. They pay you close to your salary. And uh, then at the end of, you know, let's say the end of two weeks, they call you and say, hey, there's a job, your level. It's in uh, Nova Scotia. Yay or nay. Yeah. And you got to choose, right? I think you get that opportunity twice. 
and then you lose your priority and you lose your uh, your pay, your salary pay. If you say no. Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I See, that I don't I don't know too much about because I haven't been involved with it and I hope to not be, no. at least for the like duration of my apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Cause like the How many more years you got in your apprenticeship? Four. Four more? Almost, well, three, call it three, three and a half. Yeah. Like I'm almost at second year, but um, like the way it works is like this company is very good like for like learning. They'll be like, you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. As for other companies, you'll be grabbing coffee for three years. Yeah. Right? And then you're like, you're a fifth year, you're, you're a jerk, you write your ticket, you come back. And, and you haven't like, done that much. You don't know anything. You're, yeah. And you're, you're expected to know everything. Yeah. Right? At least like, at least know most, like you, you're expected to be like, foreman goes, hey, you do this, 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 here's an apprentice, go ahead. You're expected, you're expected to get that job done. And it's like now, I'm like, if, if that was me right now, like I would be, I'd be fucked right now. I think I could, I, I'd get a good crack at it now. Like, the amount that, and that's and that's saying something. That's how much these guys have shown me. Right. Like I think I'd be able to maybe hack it out. It would be shit, but I think I might be able to get it done. But some of these guys are very good, right? And then like other guys though, like I've seen guys that like they come in like so if we're busy, we'll hire guys from the hall, and they're you know. So th- so this guy who just got fired, he's an apprentice too. Enough, yeah. Apprentice too. Yeah. And how many years do he have left? Second, so three, three more. Yeah, he got laid off, and like it's just like so. So his so his life is basically on hold now, right? Because he's not getting the hours. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so, and basically, like in a roundabout way, it just kind of made me start thinking about like how volatile it is, and like I'm not sure if it's. I don't know. I can't decide if it's bad or good. Do you know what I'm saying? Being put in that kind of in that slot, because like I. I do. I like being under pressure. I don't like it. it doesn't you, feel. But you have to perform. You have to perform. And that's. Yeah. I kind of think I need that because I think I'm very subject to being complacent. You know what I'm saying? I'm very. I, I'm very coaxed into that. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's comfortable. Fuck it. There's a in in sports they call that uh, playing down to your opponents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm yeah. like sitting there. I'm like, fuck. Okay. This sucks. Like I don't like it. It's not a very comfortable thing. But like I. I get more done and I and I do better for myself when I'm uncomfortable. I just dislike the feeling. Yeah. Which is like everybody's like that. It should be like that. Yeah. You want to get stuff done, put, be uncomfortable. Like it's yeah. kind of cliche. It's all over fucking Instagram. Oh, but they always say that though. If you be if comfortable you, being uncomfortable. Yeah, be out of your comfort zone. But yeah. So I'm think like, about, like th- think about uh even this podcast, you know? Like I remember last year when I started the Oshega one, I'd never like been on a mic for an extended period of time. The first few were fucking terrible. But the more you do it, yeah. The more you enjoy doing it, the better yeah. you get. And then you transfer these skills other places. Yeah. It's, I've definitely noticed I've been getting yeah. better at conversations. You know what I mean? Like you just, you just keep it's going. It's kind of sweet actually. And you, this and you like, know more and more, like talking to you, talking to you and Will about stuff that I'd never thought about. You right. get different perspectives yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, and you guys give that to, to me and I'm sure like I give that to you too. Yeah, and fuck yeah. All those, all those things matter. And you know, the, the, this goes back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, what what are the expectations on a job site? Is it is it the guy who shows up, uh, you know, at seven o'clock when the start time is seven with nothing ready? He gets ready for the first five minutes of the day. You know, takes a shit on company time. Whatever the case is, that's fine. But there's going to be guys who work harder than that. And Always. and if you are not those one of those, scare me, and if you are not one of those guys, you, you gotta know, be one of those you guys. gotta be one of those guys. It's, uh, it's, you gotta be. It's like. Oh, I know it sucks. It's like it's like I, I I try to like 
make myself like I, I try to make myself the best employee possible. Like, yeah. Most I try to make myself as as employable as I can. For sure. Show up on yeah. time. I like every t- every time somebody says something to me, I listen. Yeah. I do what I'm told. Like one time, I was like. My foreman asked if I had a Moret on me. I said, no. He's like, a good apprentice always has Moretts on him. Yeah. Ever since then, I've got them in my pocket. Moretts. I got tape in my pocket. I was trying to think about that word the other day. That's the thing that finishes two wires, right? (laughs) I was thinking about that word. I'm like, what is that word for those little plastic things? Just like every fucking... I couldn't remember what that was. Every time. No, I'm like walking around. Like like, this job site in particular has has completely changed everything about my whole fucking game. It's it's awesome because like... You've been there now for how long? since the summer at least six right? months six yeah, months yeah, say yeah. six months yeah. and like how I many gotta, times so it's not far from our house yeah it's like how many times have you come to walk my dog during that zero time? times zero and times and then it will remain zero okay so let, let us zero. let us remember that when we talk about yeah. guys who are hard working okay right right well I'm, I'm too busy at my job go ahead anyway like <laughs> like this job site is like completely changing because like i remember from the job site i was at before the foreman i had beforehand Little bit, li- little bit, like way different dynamic. Yeah. Was yeah. like kind of lazy, just fucking around. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was just kind of a weird dynamic. And this was like my superior. This guy now goes within the first week. I'm fucking hanging out, whatever, doing my job. Like I'm just doing what I'm told, but I'm not. You know, I'm just doing it. I'm just mm-hmm. going through the motions. And then like him and this other guy were talking, and they go, "Mike, man, like I'm not gonna lie, I like you, but." You know, a little bit sluggish. I was like, why don't you go a little bit harder in the corners? Like, just saying shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because I'm not even thinking anything of it. I'm just doing it. Yeah. I'm like, just doing my job. Doing like, what they told you to do. Just do it. But, like, not, like, at, like, say, I was doing it at, like, 75% as opposed to 100. Yeah. Not not even necessarily 110. Just not at, not at 100. Right? Which is not okay. Right? You should be doing it at 100%. <laughs> For sure. You should be doing it. At, but, like, and I'm not realizing I'm doing it. But I it took that. And then he realized that I could take criticism and then and, and use it and, and and use it to my benefit and his. Well, what do they say, right? Uh, people either respond to a, a pat on the back or a kick in the ass. So And which, I gotta tell you, I fucking have to only need? receiving. Which one did you need? Yeah. <laughs> like he very subtly gives me pats on the back. Yeah. But it's quick. It's like, okay, man, you're doing well. All right, anyway. Get the fuck back to work. It's like, oh shit, yeah. It's like, but I'm like, okay, so like, you know what I mean? Like, he gives me compliments, but like, he's a younger guy. I, I, I respect him, look up to him, whatever. Like, he's just like, but like, it, it's just changed the way I work now. Like, I walk around carrying all my shit. Like, I'm, I'm prepared now. Like, but the thing is, once you, I think once you realize this, I'm, this is, this goes for me too. Uh, whether it was the pawn shop or Zellers or my, like, my job now or other jobs I've had in the past. The first time that you you embrace that like criticism and then something happens where you had to, you know, use a lesson that you learned via that criticism to make your job easier and you were ready, you had it prepared, you were ready to go. There's no going back from that. No, that feeling like Man. yeah, you got the Moretz like every you, time you're flipping them out every time. Bro. <laughs> no it's problem. Like my favorite thing. <laughs> my favorite thing ever is like like they'll be like because like usually typically like a journeyman will take on an apprentice, right? It'll be yeah. like one one. I'm like the guy that I'm working with. We're usually like on opposite ends of the building. We're doing like a fire alarm system, so we're all over the building. Yeah, but there'll be other guys, right? Like they'll be working in rooms, and it'll be like, oh, so and so, do you got this? They'd be like, oh, no, I'm like, oh, here, bud. From I the hallway, don't throw worry. the fucking don't wall worry. the tape. I got it all, man. Because it's like, and yeah, you're right. It feels fucking good. And then 
what in turn, what that's done is like, I've gone just for like a day or two to like another job site. And then the foreman, they, they're now they're like fighing over yeah. who, like, can he oh, give, give me fucking name? I want him to yeah. stay. I'm like, yeah, bitch. You become an asset, right? Because you just that's like, right. as opposed to getting mad and like, fuck this company became like, fuck the system. Becoming just, an I asset kinda, is so important. Man. So important. People don't get it. And yeah. like, this is what some people need to learn about. Like, especially being an apprentice, you you have to take the lumps. Yeah. You're, you, that's what you do. And what you do is when you're a journeyman, you just, now it's your turn. That's right. It's your turn. That's it's right. just part of the deal. Yeah. It's the best. I can't fucking wait. Being an, being an asset is, is great advice for people. And I think a lot of folks, uh, myself included, when I was younger, I, I never really appreciated what it was like to, you know, I always thought I was doing too much at work. I had too much responsibility. I wasn't getting paid enough, blah, blah, blah. But now, you know, in my early 30s, I've had a number of opportunities sort of come my way because the important folks where I work realize, like, you know, we take, need this guy. We, we need him. And not only that, but like when we need something new, like, why don't we ask him to do it? Because yeah. everything seems to go okay when we give it to him, so much so that when he's not here, we don't even realize that it's not going well until it's too late, right? Like it just you take it for granted. And so I would imagine on a job site where you guys are kind of working, um, you know, as a unit and doing stuff where you, you know, you all have a little bit of a niche. Like you must like doing certain things more than other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so your buddy's probably the same way. Your your coworkers are the same way. They have like their niche thing. Yeah, you like what you like. You gotta make yourself irreplaceable. Yep. Uh, as much as you can, right? And like talk about like, people don't realize this though. They think that they should be just viewed as special coming out of no, the no, gate, no, no, but which is so. Oh like, my god, it's so fucking wrong. Like the thing is, like, like, and this is this is why I'm like I'm, I'm more so leaning on this side of like what I said earlier. I'm like I'm undecided if I like being in this volatile position, but yeah. like I kind of like it, man. Because like talk about how good would it feel to be irreplaceable in a volatile position? Feel great. Oh my, you can't beat that. Be like, I can get fired at any moment, but I won't. You, you won't. can't fire. Are you going to fire me? I'm Someone too else fucking will. valuable. Someone else shit. will. Someone and else will lose the job. I'm valuable in the sense that I made myself valuable, as opposed to these teachers takes time. who would just expect to be valuable. Nice fucking wrap up. You there. know, nice fucking tie back in there. That's I'm good. Working on that. Very I've been trying good. to nail one of those. For do, a bit. do you have, do you have a note? We're uh, so no note. so we cut our first. The mid roll was at like 28 minutes, 29 minutes. We're at 52 now in the second batch. So we're an hour in, hour 30 Morning, in, yeah. hour 30. I got nothing. You have I, nothing else to add. I, yeah, was, that's all I really wanted to talk about was that shit. But. So that's it. Uh, hopefully next week. Uh, uh, I have to. So listen, uh, I, I have to record the Osh pod on Friday next week. So we can't do it Friday. We got to do it Saturday. Okay. Are you free Saturday? Should be. Great. Should be. Uh, we got hockey. but or if, I can do it during the week. I can do it during the week too. But is Will free? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is a conversation for another time. <laughs> Good night and God bless. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to buy some fucking Bitcoin. Like, what are you waiting for? Bitcoin is that Bitcoin. If you bought Bitcoin on December 25th, when I sent it uh, a fucking link to all these guys, it would have been, it was like 7,500 bucks. Bitcoin right now is 10,323 US. So from 7,500 US to 10,323 US, what have you been doing? Buying stonks. Yeah, it's not very stonks to not buy Bitcoin. And you're not so, using our fucking promo code. So go to shakepay.me forward slash r forward slash stonks, all caps, and buy some Bitcoin for your fucking kids. Jesus Christ. It's for yourself. Fucking see you later. <laughs>